What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video, FPL and the Premier League is starting next week. We are just 10 days away from the start of the Premier League season and FPL being back. So today I'm taking you through my latest draft. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here and today it is my updated latest draft for game week one. There have been a couple of changes and a big omission. Trent Alexander-Arnold has left my draft. His positioning in that sixth role for Liverpool just doesn't feel worth it and we'll get onto that in a bit more detail. But yeah, he's gone so it's about who I've replaced him with, what I've done with the money elsewhere in my team. As always, we're going to try and hit 1,000 likes on the video. We are uploading daily between now and the start of the season as well. So if you want to see useful FPL videos, make sure you've liked and most importantly, subscribed as well. But let's dive into the video. In goal, we've gone with Flecken and Ariola. It looks more and more likely that David Raya is not going to be a Brentford player next season. Plenty of clubs are looking at him, particularly Bayern Munich are doing their best to get David Raya over the line before the start of the Premier League season. This means that Flecken, who is their number two at the moment, was brought in to replace David Raya at 4.5 and looks like he's going to be the number one. He's been starting for them regularly in pre-season. Now his performances have actually been a little bit mixed. He's not been performing that well, which does put a little bit of doubt in my mind exactly whether he's going to be, you know, nailed to play and whether there's a chance he loses his place. He has made a couple of errors, but he is new into the lineup. So I do think that they'll be given a little bit of time to gel with the rest of the defense and a little bit of time to prove himself going into the start of the season. Next in, we do have Ariola. The closer the season gets, the less and less likely I think it is going to be that Ariola is going to get any minutes at the start of the season for West Ham. But at the moment, he's in there. There are a couple of others I could just go for the Brentford backup who is 4.0 million as well but at the moment it's Flecken and it's still the chance that Ariola gets the number one shirt in two defense so here we are there is no Trent Alexander-Arnold and basically what I've done is I've picked four really strong defenders in his place and I just rotate them and play three of them every week the 4.0 we've got at the moment you might have seen me posting about him on Twitter Cabore, who was just signed on loan from Manchester City, was at Marseille last season to Luton Town. He's been playing right wing back for Luton Town so far in the preseason games that he has taken part in. The attacking threat could be good. Luton Town are not necessarily the greatest defensive team, but they're one of the teams a bit like Nottingham Forest last season. I expect to be a little bit better at home than they are away from home. And at 4.0 million playing at wing back, I can't really turn that down. Now, the four defenders that we've gone with to try and cover Trent Alexander-Arnold Astupanan is in as my Brighton cover. I could end up with Steele in my goalkeeper position and then I go for a different defender, but at the moment it's gone with Astupanan. I don't have any Brighton attackers in this draft, so I have opted to go for a little bit of attacking threat, which you do get with Astupanan rather than having Steele and no attacking threat. Although Steele did actually pick up an assist in preseason a couple of days ago. He did actually get one last season as well, but it's not something we should really be relying on for our goalkeepers. I have opted for a Manchester City triple up in this draft and John Stones is the first name from Manchester City that does make it in. 5.5 million playing in that sort of midfield role we've seen. He's commented that he feels confident. He likes getting forward. He's scoring goals in preseason as well. 5.5 million, I think, is a fantastic prize. And given their opening run of fixtures, it's very hard to turn him down. Then we have Gabriel, 5 million. Now, last season, Arsenal were not the best defensively, but a lot of that to me was down to there not being any Saliba in the Arsenal 
Arsenal team. Gabriel, I think, is the best of them. If Ben White was 5 million, maybe I consider that. Zinchenko hasn't been sort of in the Arsenal lineups during preseason yet as well, so he's ruled out. So I have gone with Gabriel just for that attacking threat that I know he does offer. And finally, in defence, the Chelsea hype is growing. Ben Chuel is in this draft, 5.5 million. I've gone with him over Reese James just because of how injury prone I do see Reese James being. Plus, Chuel has looked really, really good in the games that I've seen him play during preseason. Now, they do play Liverpool in game week one, but that's absolutely fine. I plan on benching Ben Chilwell in this draft in game week one. We're playing Gabriel, Estupanan, and Stones in my starting 11, and then Chilwell can come in from game week two or three, which is when the Chelsea run of fixtures really, really starts to look good. Then, now, moving into midfield, before we go any further, if you haven't joined the Mini League, the Mini League code is up above me for the YouTube channel. There will be prizes to be given out at the end of this season as well. In midfield, we've gone now for the double Manchester United midfield in Marcus Rashford and Bruno Fernandes. They've just signed their striker, but I think that will only make them better as a team, and it doesn't necessarily impact these two that much. Bruno Fernandes did score in preseason. He is now Manchester United captain, and he's going to be on penalties as well for them, whereas Marcus Rashford, for me, is their main goal threat. Their opening run of fixes is nice with Wolves and Nottingham Forest at home in the opening three, which is why I have opted to go for the double up in there. There are a couple of other options I could go with over Bruno Fernandes. I could change and play a 3-4-3 and go one, one of the Chelsea forwards up front. I could go and double up on Arsenal midfielders and then not go in with Gabriel, for example. There are a few things that I am eyeing up in this draft, but at the moment, Fernandes and Rashford both make it. Next to him, it is Bakaya Saka again. I just don't see there being much chance of him leaving my draft. However, he did miss a penalty in preseason and he did miss a couple last season as well. His penalty record has not been that great. Part of the reason we want Saka is he has been on Arsenal penalties and there is a chance now with his conversion not being that great that he might lose them and someone else in that Arsenal team will end up taking them, which does dampen his appeal a little bit. The issue is we don't know which player would take him in his place. Now, people will probably be shouting, Harry Jorginho will take them. Well, yes, but Jorginho doesn't start very regularly for Arsenal. I don't think he'll start going into the new season either. So when Jorginho's on the pitch, yes, maybe he'll take them. But at the moment, if he's not going to start, Bakai Saka may end up keeping them. Gabriel Jesus has taken them in the past. Martinelli's also taken them in the past. Could it be Odegaard? We basically don't know if Saka loses them, who it's going to fall to, which at the moment is why I'm keeping Saka in there because I think he'll be keeping penalties by default. And he is just a star kid, probably the most nailed Arsenal player in that midfield, along with Martin Odegaard. Next in, we have gone with Phil Foden. I just think this is his season. 7.5 million. They have such a nice run of fixtures, hence the pick of John Stones and Phil Foden. And then no spoilers up front that Erling Haaland is in this draft as well. 7.5 million. I can't really turn it down. Their fixtures are so good. When Phil Foden plays, his underlying numbers are so incredible. I just, yeah, if he's going to get a nice run of minutes now that Maris isn't there and now that Gundogan is gone, he can play both that right wing position and that sort of attacking midfield position. And we're not necessarily certain that Kevin De Bruyne is going to be fit for the start of the season because although he's on tour he's not really featuring very heavily in many of those games so I do think Phil Foden will be fine particularly at the start of the season then the final one has just scored in preseason again it is Brian and Buemo he's in every single one of my drafts he took a penalty as well which means it sort of reinforces the point that we think Buemo is going to be on penalties for Brentford now that there is no Ivan Tony. it just helps to pick penalty takers in your team it's just an extra route to points that even if they're not performing well but their team gets a penalty 
they end up getting a few points and maybe some bonus points as well. So even though you know, he might not be as good as some of the other assets in your mind, a penalty taker does boost his appeal. But for me, he's a better asset than Matoma. I think those midfielders for Brighton do share points and actually their first three fixtures are nice. But after that, it's very difficult. Whereas in Buemo, I can hold him for a long period of time. Musa Diaby at Aston Villa is performing really, really well. Just squad again in preseason today, actually against Brentford. One I'm keeping my eye on, but I think the fixtures from Buemo means I'm going for the Brentford man. And then up front, not much has changed. I'm sticking with Gabriel Jesus. I'm sticking with Erling Haaland at the moment. And then Obama at West Ham is my 4.5 million of choice at the moment. He is absolutely banging in goals in preseason. Go and watch my top forwards video where I talk about him versus the other 4.5 million forwards as well. The only thing that I'm really looking at with this draft is I could drop Gabriel Jesus and go and get in Kunku and then go and drop Bruno Fernandes and get an actually another Arsenal midfielder in there and either Odegaard or Martinelli. I'm a little bit worried about Martinelli given how Trossard is actually performing in preseason. So maybe I'd end up with Odegaard, but Jesus and Fernandes are in there at the moment. This is my draft. I'd line up with a 3-5-2 every week. Trent Alexander-Arnold has gone out of this draft and I replaced him with Ben Chilwell. I made a few upgrades, particularly upgraded my 6.5 million midfielder Matoma all the way up to Bruno Fernandes. So I think I quite like that. Plus the defence rotates really nicely every week. Estupanan's fixtures are mixed, but I can rotate him really, really nicely with Ben Chilwell. So this team leaves nothing in the bank. Again, I want to find a way to start the season with 0.5 million in the bank, but I just haven't found a way to unlock it unless I make that Bruno Fernandes, Gabriel Jesus switch, go for a Chelsea forward, probably in Kunku at the moment. It could be Jackson plus going with an Arsenal midfielder in there as well to save half a million. But anyway, this is where we're set at the minute. There will be updates between now and the start of the season, probably two updates on my draft and then a final locked in version going into game week one. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you would change. Any questions you have about this or your team as well, drop it all in the comment section down below. We're trying to hit 1000 likes on the video subscribe if you are new around here as i said at the beginning daily uploads are here between now and the start of the season thank you so much for your support and i'll be back again very soon sports social podcast network